Welcome to Real 45 with Stefan and Greg Hancock. We vibe out and have real talk, so tune in and check this kind of out. Yeah. I done that. You did. Again. You did? Did you do it? <laughs> yeah, I did. Oh, you did do it. <laughs> I like that kind of thing where you, you know, you're like holding the control button, the record button. That's the control button. That's the only button. <laughs> oh, we have a stop button too. That's right. But right now we're on the start button, so let's let's just start. <laughs> I kind of like that. We just got to flow right into it. Yeah. Any people just join in the conversation with us? I think that's cool. Welcome to Real Forty Five with <laughs> Stefan and Greg Hancock. Yeah. Out. <laughs> hey, welcome to episode thirty-five. Thirty-five episodes. Is that in a row? We haven't. I mean, that means thirty-five weeks. In a row. In a row. And 35 episodes in a row. So in we didn't row. go to like 30. We didn't go to start at like 30 and then jump to 35. And then go back to 31. With uh, Kalle. Did we? I yeah, but that was number 10, right? It was number that's 10. That's why we called it X. Oh. So that was number 10. We, we were into iPhone releases. Or... Yeah, we were. <laughs> yeah. Because that's what we do. That's what we do. We're Apple guys. <laughs> about the apple yeah an apple a day keeps the doctor away that's true as they say <laughs> hey i want to go straight to because i have a, i have a question for you okay talk to me uh, talk to me fella <laughs> hey, throw I'm it ready. at me i'm ready i can answer anything are you sure are you ready for this <laughs> well i don't know if you put it like that i'm not sure <laughs> it's really strange uh, and i want to be straight about this okay i read an article in uh, speedway star magazine Oh, okay. Have you seen it? <laughs> uh, I have a feeling I know where you're going with this. Yeah. And <laughs> I don't know, maybe you can talk more about it, but this guy that they were interviewed in the, in the magazine. Do you get that magazine? Where did you see that article? Uh, I, have my, I have my sources. Okay, all right. That's good. See, that's the cool thing. It's like you. Yeah, I should never doubt you because you you do have your sources. All right, that's your job. Yeah, I get my I get my stuff from everywhere. You know, <laughs> you're good. You're good. Yeah, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, but the, this kid that were uh, racing with you in in Speedway Nation. Right. He was. I don't know if if everything I read was true or if we just is a young guy that don't understand what he's saying or is it true uh well you know there's people normally say there's three sides to every story <laughs> <laughs> there's your side there's my side and then there's the truth <laughs> that's true <laughs> that's the third side however uh, you know not that i really want to go into a, a digging situation, but uh, it's, it's a shame. I think, uh, no, it's not true. It's not true at all from from my perspective or my point of view because it's um, everything that was written in that article. Um, and I actually, I know the guy who wrote the article, so I know I know him quite well. Oh. Um, um, while we're on the subject, believe it or not, yeah, I mean, I, I talked to him and I asked, you know, is that everything that was truly said? Is, did you, were you looking for a story? And uh, well, actually, Josh 
help me out with this one because he knows them too. And uh, we just wanted to know the, the truth behind it. And he's like, oh, no, I mean, I just, I called for some quotes and I got a story, you know. So, of course, he didn't, uh, nothing was manipulated or nothing was done wrong. But, I, you know, I, I think, honestly, I truly believe that the, the kid just maybe got lost uh, in the situation, you know, it was, it was a hard time. We, we did the best we could. And, um, sadly he ended up with a, quite a nasty crash in our, in his, in the last yeah. heat, I say his, his last heater, which was our last official heat in the, in the meeting before we went to this extra race off heat that I had to do by myself. Um, only because he was injured oh. and he got, you know, he got hurt, but he ended up being okay. I think he's got some soft tissue damage or something now, but um, perhaps, you know, I, I can't say I know the kid really, really well, but from what I understand and what I've seen and, and how I read him from how he is as a person, and I think that he just didn't, he didn't think before he spoke, no. to be honest. And maybe that's a lack of experience or maybe that's just a, uh, the emotions are flying and uh, he pretty much painted a, painted a picture that we were Team USA, or me and, and the people, my mechanics and the management, and everybody was pretty hard on him. They weren't helpful, didn't do anything, and I just, when I read the article, I'm like, oh my gosh. <laughs> was, I, was I really that bad, or were my guys, all I ever saw was my guys trying to help out and mount tires, and we offered what we could, and you know, we had Luke there with us too that was um, doing as much as he could with his arm in a sling. And I don't know, when I read that article, I start going, oh my goodness, did he really, did he really believe in that? Or did, you know, maybe he had a, he had a bad day, but anyway, he, he really made us look like we screwed him over. So, which 100% we did not. But if he feels that way, then wow. Boy, we we are so far away from each other in that sense, and uh, you know, being what friendship we have has kind of made it questionable at that stage, you know. <laughs> and I hate that. I don't like to have enemies, you know me. Yeah, that's that's a strange thing because when I read the article, it's not who I knew you at all, or now you know your mechanics, truth. or I mean Luke. It's so far away from what I know. It just felt so strange. I mean, pretty far away from what I know about myself too. But that's what I mean. You always stand back and go, like, "Whoa, did I say something in the heat of the moment?" Or maybe it's kind of kind of weird, you know. But when you get like that, I'm thinking, "Gosh, don't I?" You know, I don't think that was that case at all. I didn't think I lost my mind. I think we were all there, and I know we were all there helping each other and doing everything we could. But you know, he, um, yeah, he felt differently on the, at the moment, and, and uh, now since discussing it with him, he's, says he never said any of that stuff, and his words were in, manipulated, and basically it was kind of a, kind of a fake interview, so to speak, which, a lot of stuff in there is, I don't know how fake it could actually be, you know, um, but I'm sure that he's looking. I hope he's looking back on it now and and feeling differently. But if he still feels that way, then okay. 
However, my my guys are not very impressed. The management's not very impressed. No. And even the, uh, you know, even poor, poor Luke. Oh. Who was there as our backup, too, and, and uh, couldn't ride himself. And reading that makes him feel... Ah, I shouldn't speak for him, you know, but... No, but I, it, I can it understand. Brings, it brings up questions, so... It's, um, it's a strange thing. I mean, it com- comes from... If I would have been in that situation, and as I know you, I should have just called you. Hey, Greg, <laughs> I have a problem. You know? Yeah, or even... That's a good thing. I mean, we're friends, and that's usually what friends do, right? You just if you're unhappy or something, it's, you you tend to bring it up. A real friend always does, right? You yeah. you come, hey, the, I actually don't agree with what you just did or said or how you reacted or something like that. But um, in this case, it just worked out differently for some reason. And he could have even approached us if he felt that way during the race. Hey, I don't feel comfortable, or but he couldn't do that because it wasn't happening. You know. It wasn't, that wasn't true. We were all there coaching him and offering words of wisdom and advice. And I don't want to mention too many names, but even some uh, high-ranked officials in the sport, in the Federation, made uh, some very, uh, you know, say, good advice, critical advice they offered to him from the practice session and before the meeting and even came up and spoke to him themselves and gave him a few pieces of advice that might help him because they cared and they want to see they want to see the USA succeed and go through and qualify as well, you know. They don't want to see us struggle because of lack of experience. They, you don't have much time to do this. So they were they actually came up and just said, "You know, we can see this with that and, you know, you can Maybe if you just consider doing this a little bit like that, it'll make it better for everybody. You know, better for you, better for your team, and and uh, which is cool. That's the speedway world. You know, they all want to see. They want to see every team. They're trying to help everybody. They want to see them all succeed. But deep down, there's only one winner in the end. You know. Exactly. Yeah. And if if you get an advice, it's something you can you choose to to try it out or go your own way. It's hard to be mad or disappointed in some way, some at someone that give you an advice. It's up to you how you take it, right? Yeah. It's. Um, I don't think this is just in speedway racing or in whatever. I think this is probably life in general, right? And work and everything. It's if somebody comes and offers you advice and you're quick to respond with all the reasons why that won't work for you or I did this or I did that and you know normally I do this and normally I do that whatever it's like I don't really it doesn't really bother me what you did or how you did it or why you did it I'm just giving you a couple of pieces of advice that you can just breathe it in and take it with you or you can just throw it out and not use it at all I don't need to know why or where or how or something like that exactly it's just experience you share your knowledge Yeah. This is how shit it. I mean, yeah. It was just hard to read it and understand it. <laughs> Same here. <laughs> Same here after I after I was put first I had, uh, before I read it myself, uh before I received the article, I it was forwarded to me by one of the guys in my crew. And mm-hmm. 
with a message that followed it, which was kind of hit home right off the bat. As you know, we help you uh, not because you're an American. We help you because we like you and we go to your events and and uh, support you and work with you and everything, even though we're from a different country. And it doesn't make us feel very appreciated. I'm thinking, oh my gosh, <laughs> you know, that's not that's not what we're all about. No, and Americans in in particular have always been so close and so together and so whatever. So, you know, when we're young and we we make silly decisions sometimes and we we don't think before we speak. And trust me, I I still do that. And I'm trying to learn the right way and. And uh, whether it's the right way or the wrong way, if you you know if you feel strongly about something, you got to speak your mind. If you really truly believe in it, by all means, right? Absolutely. Maybe you talk to the person first, again. Right. <laughs> I guess not, not to the media. The media or social media to go out there and uh, it's kind of like people that go out on social media and, and tell their whole life story and for everyone out there that maybe they've got some issues and things that they want to work out and they share it with the world and you're thinking like, oh my gosh. <laughs> kind of <laughs> opens your eyes sometimes. <laughs> this is emoji, you know, the, the ape. Yeah, with the, <laughs> the monkey. With, with, with <laughs> the hands over the eyes. Yeah. Yeah, all right. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is not happening. Shit, what did I just do? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What do you think we can learn from this? You know, sometimes I guess the idea with real 45, the the real that we keep talking about, this is like recording, you know, everything I've done and in my career and life and all that kind of stuff. Sometimes you want to stop the real and just kind of rewind it yeah. <laughs> and start again. And in something like that, I would feel like perhaps, you know, the, the quote was a wasted journey. And that's what I'm thinking, gosh, the, was it a wasted journey? Who who had the wasted journey oh, yeah. out of all that? Was it a wasted journey for him or was it a wasted journey for all of us? So I would love to stop that wheel, rewind it and go back to, you know, two weeks ago and restart it. Do it again. Can we do that again? Can we try that take two? Yeah. And try this again. But, you know, this is life. You can't do that. You know, it's not the movies. No, but you can always go back and learn something from it. And don't do that again. <laughs> I learned something from it. Yeah. That's for sure. I'll keep that to myself, but I learned something big from it. And, and uh, you know, I've always been there to try to help out and help the guys and do what I can. And I, uh, I jumped back in to help out again this year, and <laughs> it's biting me in the ass. <laughs> so, uh, uh, yeah. But, you know. That's an right. American through and through, and and uh, we always want to help the youngsters, and it's a lesson learned for all of us, you know. I'm pretty sure that he didn't mean what he said, and and uh, I hope not anyway, and I hope that he'll uh, uh, bounce back stronger and bigger and better as a person, and hold his head up high, and and learn from it as much as I just learned from it too, and uh, you know, I'm not the kind of guy to be a jerk and go tell the world but uh, I'm kind of telling them right now that uh, you know people you, somebody should, sometimes you should think before you speak I really really believe in that and, and I think that without knowing what, what it comes from or what he wanted to achieve with this thing that's the, the thing that 
makes it's harder to get a, to be a winner if you have a mind that focus on what went wrong instead of doing what what's good and what we can learn from it. Oh, I can see what you mean there. Yeah, you want to put. I don't know. I mean, is it always someone else's fault? Oh, you mean like becoming like a victim or something? Yeah. Like you're the victim of. Oh yeah, ex exactly. Well, instead yeah, of there are people out there like that who are are the victims or portray themselves as victims, right? In in all aspects. But for me, that's you, you know, I always try to surround myself with with good people and positive people and inspiring people and the ones that uh, can tend to pull you down you you tend to you tend to steer away from and uh, you got to get away if you it's like the bad apple right exactly. <laughs> yeah. the bad apple that falls out of the tree it can it spreads and you don't want to you want to get away from that bad apple as quick as you can and, and uh, yeah start sprouting again <laughs> so uh, but you know again we're not I don't, I'm not here to to uh, make matters any more difficult but it's, I'm, I'm glad you brought it up yeah and I, I just felt that I need to <laughs> something that I wanted to talk about and well the whole idea of this podcast right as you mentioned to me you know sometimes we need to vent and, and uh, I'm like gosh I don't want to talk about this but you know, you know yeah. you stumbled on me we were going to have this podcast today it was going to be different too so <laughs> exactly you know, we had something else in mind and now you've uh, and this is something that we talked about when we started the, the podcast, that I will bring up subjects that I don't know if you... We didn't talk about it before. It's like you don't know if what's coming up. Right. And you can say no or go for it. And I'm glad that you actually talked about it. You almost, you almost stumped me there. <laughs> you almost did. So I'm glad you brought it up because it's... It's been floating around our house for a couple of days now. Not that it's been, we're letting that drag us down, but it's more, you know, we've had a few people contact us about it and, and asking questions. And you're like, oh my gosh, what the, how the heck, you know? Yeah. All right, we can, we can, uh, we can fix this and, and, uh, <laughs> and, and hopefully help everybody to understand the, the real, the real story behind it. And, <laughs> and, uh, start moving on because now we have to start building Team USA for the Again. future and, yeah. and uh, it's, only, it's only a pairs thing we don't have that many kids coming through well we have a lot of kids coming through but you need to have to have an extra one in the in the lineup you need to have somebody under 21 right now we have Luke Becker that's uh, that's over here everybody knows about him and he was originally going to be in the lineup with me um, before he got injured and it didn't work out that way, unfortunately, but that's racing. Yeah. And uh, in the future, we, we can see now you've got to have three riders. You need to have one in reserve because that ended up costing us uh, a potential qualifying spot. But nobody knew that he was going to get hurt either. And no, for us to make the dollars and cents work out correctly with like the Australians, you know, if they need to have another rider, we don't have that many riders to choose from. And to have, an, to have your reserve rider in the team has to be under 21 years old. Oh. We only had Luke, and the other ones are in, that are under 21 are still in the States. And um, to bring them over, 
the cost of bringing them over and then finding equipment and all that stuff. Oh, too much. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of effort. It worked out good because Luke was going to use my equipment. He's been testing riding with us for two and a half months over here or three months on my bikes. Uh, so it's worked out fine. So he's used to them and he's got his new bikes now that he built up this week that are basically almost carbon copies of mine. So it was real easy. But you bring any other kid and there's not many kids that can ride the same combination as we have. And I had a little bit more... Um, more ease. I don't. I don't always just throw my bikes out there and and let guys use them because I'm. I've got races to do the following day and stuff too. And I don't have a fleet of bikes like I used to. I just have enough to, to do my job. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Luke and I were going to bounce in between the three bikes that we have and and uh, see if we could make it go. But it didn't work out this time. And um, next year will be another story. Yeah, we have a lot to build on and mentally. <laughs> as well as mechanically, <laughs> <laughs> but we need. I, I need to ask you anyway because Luke came up. How is his arm? Is he good? He's uh, he he's just over. He's almost three weeks after his injury now. But he got back on the bike last weekend. Uh, we had the our um, we call it a Polish league match with Zhezhov on Sunday. Yeah. And they recently, last minute, just before the, the window opened, the window was open for riders to, to change clubs or move around a little bit. And uh, in the 12th hour there, they basically uh, made a contract offer for Luke because we weren't sure if he was going to be able to, to ride you know, soon or not. But they, they offered him a contract just to ride for the, for the club and then said, do you want to race this weekend? And then he was like two weeks after his shoulder dislocation and he was asking me about it and I said, how do you feel? And he's like, I don't know. <laughs> I want to do it, but I said, well, if you feel strong enough and you're, you've been doing all your exercises and that and seeing your physical therapist and he got it taped up really good and so he went for it and he practiced on, was it third or Saturday? He had a few laps of practice or something and then went straight into the race on Sunday. Hasn't been in an actual race for you know, over a month, really. Oh, the, the race where he got hurt, he yeah. didn't even make the first corner before he crashed. Oh yeah. So he hadn't really been in active competition for a long time, and he ended up scoring like six with a one bonus point it's... in the race. And we had one five one together where I, I won the heat and he was second, and he rode fantastic. Cool. So for me, it was like, wow, you know, he gets so emotional, and there it was, like <laughs> high fives and hugs, and man, you did it, you know. The first time we raced together, and we get a five-one together, you know, doesn't, oh. in the first meeting, it doesn't always it happen was, like that. No, <laughs> that so, was cool. Yeah, super cool, and the, you know, so we were really thankful to Stalajedzha for opening the door, offering him a contract, and giving him a shot right away, and we like told him, don't, you know. Don't put the expectations too high. He's coming right off an injury. And then he went out there and rode like a tiger, man, was hunting the guys down and rubbing elbows with, with a couple of guys on the other team. And, and um, he had a great day. So I think his shoulder injury, we can just put that in the past. It doesn't nice. seem to have bothered him whatsoever. <laughs> you know what you should do? You should, you should make your own, like a special prize for the year called Faiwa. Uh, where where uh, a more experienced rider take a younger guy under his arms or wings or what you say mm -hmm. and actually 
make a success in some way or someone you wanna it's a clever idea oh, cool thing that's a cool thing oh, to encourage thing. like the the thing that you have the the mentorship or that's a good idea you know I'm just okay. coming up with things here <laughs> I have to say, you're a natural, <laughs> you know? It just flows. It just comes off your tongue. Yeah. How, do you, how do you do that? I don't know. <laughs> so you, you said it. It was like, it was just a, a five one the first time. And it, I think it's a nice thing that you have. Mm-hmm. And it's cool that you take him and he actually takes your advice and you do cool things. More people should do that. I agree. Actually, I really agree. And even last year when, when we, myself and Raphael, uh, jumped into the 250 program, the World Championship. Yeah. And we went in there and helped a couple of guys from the States and, and uh, then Victor Lampard from Poland too. And we just being there at the event for a couple of days and being visual and helping the guys, of course, I you know offered a little bit of advice to some of the other guys and I did a training school with the whole group oh, yeah. for two days. And... Or actually one day, and then they had the semifinals and the finals. But a few more riders started to show up when it got to the finals and from different countries. And then it was like, this is kind of cool. It would not surprise me at all if at the World Championships this year, which is coming up in a few weeks' time, mm-hmm. that there weren't more top names that would show up with riders as mentors or, or doing replica things uh, to their own racing teams whatsoever. However, I will say the sad part this year is that the the schedules completely clash oh. with the Grand Prix. And there's the weekend of the House to Beat Grand Prix here, oh. the 7th of, uh, of July. On the 6th of the July is, are the finals for the under 20, it's not the under 20, but the 250 World Championships in Torin, Poland. So it's the day before our event here, so it's impossible for us to be there. Oh. We still have, we're still helping the two American guys, myself and Rafael with the Hancock High, and we can't be there with them uh, physically, so we have other mechanics and and everything set up for them anyway, but it's just a shame because it would have been great to actually be there and and, uh, see if there were more riders that were involved. I still hope there are more riders that get involved this year and if not this year next year and the next 10 15 20 year lifetime that you start to see this this thing grow a little bit because the kids need heroes they need dreams and they need mentors yeah and um i'm with you on that i i like the 5-1 idea i hope it will come it's just a simple thing to i don't know how to say it like get the light on him or people that want to do it probably true you know because uh, when <clears throat> you know if you look at at i have this uh, guy that i have the company with and and he uh, he started a, a social community like facebook for a couple of years ago before we started westard and he had these things, uh, like stars you can get. You can earn stars if you had these kind of friends or what it was. Uh-huh. And one of the stars you could just get from, from Christopher. 
Oh. And that was the most wanted one. You couldn't get it. I remember you telling me about this now. Yeah. And that's a really cool thing because when you actually get it from the one that's lifted it or that wanted it, it's like more worth it than get money, money or... The Gold Star Program. The Gold Star Program. And that's something we learn from school, right? Yeah. True. I don't know if you do here in Sweden, but probably. I heard about it. They do it somewhere, yeah. Definitely in the States, growing up at school, it was always like that. It's the, the star, gold stars. You know, if you get a gold star, <laughs> you've done good. You know, you <laughs> did whatever it is. You were a good oh. kid. You, were, you, you worked hard. You showed appreciation. You showed uh, group workmanship or whatever you did. So, and it's nothing monetary. It's nothing more than a gold star. And to walk away, like the kids still walk away, like I got a gold star today. Yeah. So. And now you get a 5-1. You can have like a general. Like a gold star. Yeah, like a gold five star. Five-point star, right? Stars Two. have five points. Yeah. One <laughs> five-point star. Five point. Yeah. Oh, look at me go. Look at, you're, <laughs> just, you're just <laughs> rubbing off on me now. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> God, this is good. This is good. <laughs> anyway, you will see you soon. Yeah, that's right. There you go. Yeah. Shit, man, we should have to open a bottle of something now and celebrate the five-one. <laughs> yeah, we need to stop now. <laughs> yeah, that's right, you guys. It was really nice talking to you all. <laughs> and after the last week's episode, when we we uh, recorded with the uh, <laughs> Vaj Classroom slogan, I had a few comments about that. Yeah. Yeah, we had one from. Uh, it actually was from one of. My wife's girlfriends, uh, our friends, I should say, in the States, uh, a lady by the name of Danelle, she had wrote out that you guys are hilarious. Champagne or Prosecco and hair color. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> I just thought that was pretty funny. I'm like, oh, yeah, maybe the, the cover page was pretty cool. Uh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> drink champagne in the, the country life. Drink a champagne and uh, or a Prosecco <laughs> getting your hair colored out in the country. What a deal. Yes, we do. Could be worse. <laughs> everyday life, huh? Yeah, that's right. We learn something new every day, good or bad. Usually it's good. Usually it's good. Usually it's good. Yeah. Usually so, it's comforting. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> but, you know. That's what it is. That's um, what it is. Maybe this is a short one. <laughs> we, we could keep going, but I think we should just cut it off. Yeah. Because maybe you guys just heard, but... We've got Carl here in the studio, King <laughs> Carl, and he just opened the door with the look on his face like, uh, is there dinner soon or? <laughs> oh, you haven't eaten yet. <laughs> that or he had to take a pee. Probably had to take a pee. Oh, probably. Because I just saw him, when he closed the door, I saw him run off, so he was probably ready for us. He's not here yet. Did, did he run away? Yeah, he Otherwise, away. he would be the one that actually ends this episode. <laughs> well, if we talk long enough, he will. <laughs> he will. <laughs> How? Nice talking to you. Stephen. Nice talking to you. And make sure to follow us, comment us, and uh, listen to us. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you just listen to us. We'll be the voice in the night. <laughs> Maybe soon. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, you Two never episodes. Know. One for daylight. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> I think we should start a love line. Oh, wouldn't that be great? <laughs> like How to slide. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, everybody, have a great night. We'll see you soon. Peace. Peace.
Welcome to Real 45 with Stefan and Greg Hancock. We vibe out and have real talk, so tune in and check this out. Yeah, today is a new day. Let's seize it now and get hype. We talking about our careers, our family, and just life. Yeah, share my story with you. Inspiration like every day. Real 45, we gon' keep it live. I keep episodes on replay. Hey, Real 45. Yeah, Real 45. Show them how we do it, man. Yeah.